Phil Pustiowski with FreedomMentor.com. I want to share with you some exciting stuff going on in the real estate investing world. This is this week's real estate investing report. And if you've been listening at all, these reports just give you an update on what's going on in the industry and a lot of the good things that are happening. First of all, it looks like the moratorium on some of these foreclosures has been lifted. Bank of America and GMAC have begun their foreclosure process again on many properties. Now, there still are investigations into their practices, but they have resumed their foreclosure process. In the meanwhile, short sales are still really, really hot right now, as well as foreclosures. A lot of money being made in the investing world in those two strategies right now. I, uh, I spoke with one of our, one of our students and um, also now a coach, and she is just really doing well with the short sale business right now. She's out of Nashville, Tennessee, and I just had the opportunity to have a quick interview with her. So her and I have been on the phone, and I want you to listen in. It's about 15 minutes, and you can grab some nuggets from her. She's closed uh, six deals in the last just few months, made a little over 80 grand, a little over $80,000. And she's got two more that she's looking to close by the end of this month, and she just put two more deals in her pipeline. So you can learn more about how she's doing it, how she's making so much money right now, and how she's continuing to build her pipeline and continue to make more money. So listen in. Here's this phone call with uh, Michelle and I. All right, Michelle, you with me? I am here. All right, great. Well, I um, first of all, congratulations on all your recent success. I uh, I know you've had... A string of deals closing. In fact, what's the total number of deals closed in, say, the past two to three months? Well, um, I was going back. I went back to the beginning of July and um, had one close at the beginning of July and one at the end of July. So let's that. Two in July, two in August, one in September, and one so far in October, and two um, that I'm trying to get closed by the end of this month. But actually, closed complete is let's see, that'd be one, two, three, There's six, four, right there. Five, six, yeah, yeah six. Six in, in less than four months. Okay, and uh, you got two more that you're looking to close at the end of the month. So okay, so that could it could round out to be eight deals inside of uh, inside of four months. Okay, great. Um, I, you know, again, the the listeners right now are probably thinking, oh my goodness. You know what would I what would I do if I was, if I had already closed six deals and the two in the pipe? Now, of those, let's talk about those. Now, some of those were kind of what we call the A to C, the smaller deals, or you're licensed, and then you had a couple bigger deals. So what you had like a twenty-two thousand, you had an eighteen thousand, and um, and then you had some of the smaller ones. Is that about right? Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Okay. And actually, I mean, a few of those um, smaller ones, like there was one that was a $300,000 home, so that turned out to be close to a $10,000 commission. So, yeah. you know, that was nice. Yeah, so you get a 10 here, you get an 8 there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, when it's all said and done, what, what's just a ballpark figure? We're looking at 40, 50, 60, what, about 80, 80 or so grand? Yeah, that's probably, um, probably real close. Let's see. Let me see. Or, yeah, I think you're quite, yeah, probably okay. right in between, uh, right around 80. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> Congratulations. You know, um, 
for me, I, it, I, sometimes I, it becomes kind of old hat because you see so many closings happen all the time. But really, I mean, that what an impact that is on your life. So let's talk about specifically what it is that you're doing. Are, have all of those been short sale deals or have you had any lease option or so? What kind of deals have those been? All of them are short sales. Okay, all short sales. Now you're in you're in Nashville, Tennessee. So what the average mm-hmm. sale price in Nashville is what, like one thirty, one twenty five? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that gives each one of the listeners a kind of a relative uh, understanding. So again, if you were dealing with the average sale price of say six hundred thousand, your your eighty thousand would be what, what about two three times that, wouldn't it? That's right. Careful, you know, I might move to Florida if you keep it up. <laughs> keep talking about this line. That's right. So, you know, basically your your energies, your efforts, um, if if you were in a higher priced area could literally triple and on the same set of deals. So I'm just I'm making sure that the uh the person listening right now is getting a relative idea of of what it's like in their marketplace. You know, so Nashville's gonna be kind of the lower end of this country. Um, and then again, right. you get into San Francisco, you're in any part of California, basically, it's going to be a whole lot more. Um, all right, so they've all been short sales. Now, you know, some people have, have, have had their, uh, their ups and downs with short sales. What are you finding is the secret right now to getting, these short, getting paid on these short sales? Well, I think um, a big part of it is just having a lot of deals in the pipeline, you know, making sure I've got at least um, 10 solid deals. And also, um, you know, from the onset, just really following instructions and making sure I wasn't out there trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, but the big thing is, you know, some of them work and some of them don't, but as long as you've got, you know, at least 10 in there, I've experienced consistent income. Yeah. Now, another thing that we, you and I have discussed is, the deals that don't necessarily bring you back the results you want immediately when the bank, of course, sends their, you know, hey, either denial or approval letter, you're, you're getting paid as a, as a real estate agent by listing these things, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, if we look at the numbers here, um, you had a 22 and an 18, so that accounts for 40K, and then you had another 40K from the other four deals that were commission-based. So just from the last four months, half of your income has been a result of your real estate commission. That's right. Yeah, and I just think it's a great safety net. I mean, um, you know, it's enabled me to sign up some deals that maybe looked a little skinny on the front end, um, but it's just, um, you know, it's been a great safety net. And um, like you said, because Nashville is a a lower mid-range housing market, you know, I have to go for a little bit more quantity, um, you know, to get the income coming in. So even if the deal is questionable, I've got that license in my back pocket. If the BPO doesn't come in, where well, I can do a double close. Yeah, and I think that's just so uh, important to highlight here that you use that phrase safety net, and I love it. I mean, if you're, you know, you're going after the short sale and, and you already know going in that not every single one's going to work out. And so it's just so nice that you can fall back on that. So, you know, the listener who's thinking their mind that they're not licensed right now, you know, just, just keep in mind that you can make more having a license. But, hey, um, it's not always easy keeping your license, is it, uh, Michelle, with the, with the classes and the fees and all that other mess? No, but it's, um, it's becoming more worthwhile, that's for sure. That's true. It's worth it when, you, you know, <laughs> the, there's a the check. I, I uh, 
In fact, I have to uh, travel back to Nashville uh, for some continuing education. I actually have to go to a board meeting, um, and um, and that's going to be here in a few weeks, and that's to keep my license um, consistent there in Tennessee. So I know what it's like to keep the uh, license up. But, yeah, I mean, I know that some of those listeners, you know, they're, you know, I, I don't want them to think, Michelle, oh, my goodness, I'm not like Michelle. I don't have a real estate license. Oh, my goodness, I can't make money in short sales because, you know, you've, you've made 40 um, on just two of those. But, but the, uh, as you can see, and I'm a numbers guy, but, you know, one out of every three of your deals turned into those bigger, you know, $20,000 type checks. Whereas the right. other two th- uh, two thirds were just kind of your your smaller checks. Well, one of them was ten, but and I think that's so interesting. I think that's so important for people to 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 make sure they keep in mind, and that is that you know one third of the short sale deals that that are going to close are going to be the bigger deals, but the other two thirds aren't. And so if you're not licensed, maybe you can go A to C, as we say, and maybe you can squeeze a couple grand out of there. But having the real estate license and being in the short sale game, you can make a lot more money when you have your license. Um, Okay, so, um, Michelle, but you've got two more in the pipeline. Let me ask you this, and I'm sure this is on a lot of people's minds too. How do you maintain that balance of closing deals and adding more deals to your pipeline? Well, I mean, I just really believe, you know, I get paid to do a couple of things in this business, and I really have to keep tabs on my activity versus my results. You know, there's a lot of busy work that we can do that can eat up a lot of time. So I just really try to protect my time. I mean, either I'm I'm marketing, I'm focusing on my marketing, or I'm talking to sellers, or I'm talking to lenders, or I'm at the closing table. I mean, so it's really a handful of things that make me money. Um, And a lot of the other stuff I really have tried to – you know, I mean, for sure, that first short sale package that I put together, you know, it probably took me a couple hours, um, but it's not the case anymore. You know, you, you get to where it's more automated, and, um, you know, you can just get things accomplished a lot faster. Same with sellers, you know. I mean, it takes me about five minutes, if that, to find out if somebody's motivated or not. And if somebody's not motivated, I'm not going to sit on the phone with them for 30 minutes and let them waste my time. Um, so, you know, I just have to... I just really focus on on protecting my time. And the other thing, too, is, um, you know, I cast a pretty big net as far as marketing. I don't count on just one thing. I mean, you know, I'm going through these deals that closed over the last couple months. I mean, one of them came from a sign. Another one came from a Google search. Um, one came from We Have Home Leads. Um, I'm going down the list here. The next one came from Property Leads Now. The next one, Sign. The next one, Property Leads Now. And then those two that are in the in the works for closing the end of this month, beginning of next month, one was a sign and the other was um, um, an Internet um, provider lead as well. So, and I just signed up two deals, um, one today and one the day, one yesterday, and those both came off Craigslist. Um, So, you know, I just really try to keep a lot of things going. And I know sometimes when people are are working the business part-time, you know, they may find it a juggling act. But I just say, you know, if you've got two to three hours a day, you just really concentrate on the things that are going to make you money. And don't feel like you got to know everything. Um, you know, read the entire system before you get started. I think that's where I see a lot of people make the, make the mistake of they feel like they have to know everything before they ever talk to their first seller. Wow. Well, um, you threw a lot at us there. But, Michelle, that's that's huge. 
you know, I want to I want to kind of go back and unpack that a little bit. First, you you mentioned as far as balance, it's that you, there's only a couple things that you're really focusing on, and then you try to you try to remove all of the garbage, you know, to protect your time. So either you're marketing for new sellers, you're signing up deals, you're working with the lender, you're making sure the BPOs come in right, you're closing, you're finding buyers, or you're closing them. And I think, you know, and that highlights what you said there at the very end about not needing to know everything. You know, I think that is so important. It's the people that make the most money in business know where they're most apt to make money, what actions are, are going to get them to the point where they're making money. And so they focus on those and they try to remove all of the clutter. And um, I love that. I think that, that simplicity is so powerful. And then you mentioned the idea of as far as marketing, you're not relying on just Internet leads. You're not relying on just signs. You're not relying on just Craigslist. You've got an entire you've got a, you've got a number of different ways in which you're bringing in leads and so you're not again you're not slowing down the the pipeline of new leads so the way you keep getting new deals in the system is is you don't you don't stop marketing you stay consistent with it um now you were talking about signs now let's talk about that for a moment cuz i love signs um <laughs> i know they're a bit aggressive um, any any tips on those those people that are going to be using signs right now? Are there any any tips you can give um, that that can help with somebody who wants to maybe buy signs um, and where they should get them? Um, I know we've got a few different options there in the preferred vendor network, as well as little tips that you've learned. Well, um, a couple of things. Um, you know, I think like with all of our marketing, consistency is key. Um, you know, where I live, they're really strict on signs um, in Williamson County. I mean, I know, Phil, you know that from, from being here, but I've picked up a lot of deals in Williamson County through signs. So if you're in a county that maybe, you know, you're, you put some signs out and you got some calls from the code people, there are ways to keep them happy. Some cities don't care. You know, I mean, there are some areas of Tennessee that I can put signs up every week and, and, and never get any flack um, at all. But here in Williamson County, um, generally the way to keep them happy is um, either put them out on Friday and pick them up on Sunday or, um, you know, don't blanket the area. Just kind of intermittently, um, I found the highway on and off ramps are best um, coming out of shopping centers. And just realize, you know what, a lot of your signs aren't going to last, but that's okay. I mean, if I put out, um, you know, a 100 signs, let's say, and out of the calls I get, I sent out one deal and it makes me $20,000. I'd say that was a good marketing investment. Um, but I've gotten a lot of deals um, from signs. Every time I do 20 to 25 signs in an area, like a little suburb area, whether it's Franklin or Spring Hill or Murfreesboro, and that's generally what I'll do. I'll do 20 to 25 in an area. Um, I have calls, you know, um, the, that day, the next day, and usually um, a few days after. So the signs um, absolutely work. The other thing on the sign is make sure your website is easy to remember, short, um, you know, and, and to the point where somebody driving by can see it easily and um, can remember it easily. So, easily. so you're not and, you recommending know, somebody put, we buy houses on Thursdays at 5 o'clock during fullmoons.com. <laughs> No, that that wouldn't be a good one. And, you know, guys, I mean, sometimes, you know, um, sometimes, you know, I, I feel maybe a little weird, you know, getting out and doing a sign. Because, you know, sometimes I'll be like at 
an on-ramp, and I always have signs in my trunk. Anytime you look in my trunk, there are signs in there, and I put them on wooden stakes. And I'll feel a little awkward because maybe the light might change. And then I think about that last deal I signed up for. I made 22000 and I think, darn it, I'm hopping out and putting this sign up. I mean, you never know who might see it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, I uh, just use the positive experience to get me true. through the uncomfortableness. That's true. Now, I actually kind of enjoy the the anticipation. Like, what if there's there, what if there's a code guy that's driving behind me while I'm staking <laughs> it up? I kind of like the uh, the adrenaline rush of putting up a sign. But uh, also, you you recommend, um, and it's in our preferred vendor network that sign uh, that super cheap signs. You like that that vendor. Yeah, that's where I've um, ordered mine, okay. and I know a lot of people do the big signs um, here in, in Williamson County because they are a little stricter. I go with the um, the 12 by 18. Some oh, people okay. do the 24 by 18, the huge ones, but yeah. um, I do the 12 by 18, and, oh, and they work tip. great. Great tip, great tip. So your marketing is varied. Um, your you stay focused on the on the actions that get you paid. You also brought up, and then we'll try to wrap this thing up because, you know, we could just talk about this all day. I love talking about it, but, you know, I want to keep it simple and, and not throw too much at our, at our listeners. You also mentioned that you know within about five minutes if a, if a seller is motivated. Let's talk about that as it relates to time. How important is it to work with motivated people? Oh, my gosh. It's everything. Otherwise, you drive yourself crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and, you know, you guys have done a great job with the pre-sign-up tab. I mean, that's what I use. You know, I go through the pre-sign-up tab, and the questions in there as far as, um, you know, why are you selling and what's your plan if your house doesn't sell, um, you know, those are two biggies for me as far as whether I can tell, you know, somebody's motivated. But, you know, once I get through that pre-sign-up tab, I mean, there's really no question in my mind whether I've got a motivated seller or not. The question is, if they're motivated, can I help them? Yeah. Um, and that's where sometimes a little bit more due diligence, you know, comes into play. Yeah. Well, uh, it has, uh, it's been a, a pleasure speaking with you on this, Michelle. You've, you've thrown out a whole bunch of just nuggets. But the, the bottom line is you're, you close, you're closing deals, you continue to close deals, you continue to build your pipeline, just signed up two more deals. I mean, you, you are – you are making a ton of money, more than most doctors, attorneys, uh, corporate executives are, you know, and you're basically working out of your house. You get to you basically set your own hours. I know you travel a lot because I tried to get you on the phone last week and said you're gone all week traveling. So, <laughs> so I know you're traveling. Um, and, and it's just I really appreciate the fact that you took the time here because it's going to inspire a lot of people. You know, it's going to inspire a lot of them to get out there and really start taking action on this thing because they really do have all the tools. I like to use the example of the, uh, the children's story of Dumbo, you know, where he didn't think he could fly, but he actually could. He just, you know, he didn't know he could. And so um, I, I'm just so excited for your success and what you're doing in the future, all the deals are going to be closing. And, it, you know, there is a lot of short sales out there right now, but, you know, you've done plenty of the lease options and the subject twos, and I know that you'll, you'll close any deal that comes your way, but, you know, we're seeing the same thing out there. There's just so many motivated sellers that need a short sale right now. Might as well take a little bit of extra time to work it out with the bank and, um, and you know, get paid on them. Oh, before we, get, oh, we drop off on this, this is another hot topic I want to cover just real quick. What is your attitude on having someone else negotiate the short sale or you handle the short sale negotiations? Well, I mean, um, you know, 
I would probably be fearful of, um, at this point, letting somebody else deal with it. I mean, I just know all the intricacies, and I like to have control of the deal. In fact, um, you know, I've, I've tried to do deals where there was an agent involved, and they were doing the just the communicating with the bank, not necessarily the negotiating. And, um, you know, that was a disaster. But um, I don't know. Call me a control freak. But I'll tell you, um, after you, again, after you get it down, you know, it's just kind of like a, a machine. It doesn't really take a lot of time. And if you're sitting on hold with a, a lender, you know, waiting for them to answer the phone, you can uh, be putting together a short sell package for another deal. So it's all about time management and, and just, yeah. um, you know. No, I don't, I, I don't think, I mean, I think the, 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 the bottom line is you're getting paid a lot of money right now and you're continuing to close deals. And I think, you know, when you, you know, I, I've been, I've, I've been told the same thing. I'm a control freak when it comes to business, but look, I get paid. I'm successful. Yeah. The people that work with me are successful. My, whether it's, whether it's mm-hmm. our students or our joint venture partners or, you know, I'm a detailed person. You know, I'm, I'm not the four hour work week kind of guy. I take plenty of vacation. I have a balanced my life, but, I'm with you. I think you got to control certain aspects. You know, I think, you yeah. know, and if we go back to that uh, work with motivated sellers, if you're working with really motivated sellers, you don't have to manage them as much. There's a lot of part, parts to the deal you don't have to manage all that much because if you're working with the right people, they kind of manage themselves. But I'm with you. I, You know, we've tried the whole outsourcing the short sale negotiations to different companies, and we're yet to find anybody that's consistently getting paid on short sales that are outsourcing that stuff. I'd love to think that yeah, was the I mean, case, you know? In, in theory, it sounds really good. So, you know, if I you can figure it out, you let me know. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll let somebody else be our guinea pig, and we'll just keep getting paid. <laughs> and, and, you know, Phil, I would just add, um, you know, you've got a great system that you put together, and, you know, I'm just really task-oriented, and I just basically follow directions. I mean, I, I'd love to say it's because I... You know, um, you know, have a special skill set, but really, I mean, I just, I just follow the systems, you know, and, and do what you told me to do, and that's all I continue to do. So, um, I would just encourage people to get into action. Awesome. Well, I can hear your uh, your cute dog in the background barking. So, looks like your uh, our time is probably should be wrapped up. Um, oh, Michelle, thanks so much for your time. Again, you're you're an inspiration to everybody, and. Um, and I'll probably get this um, this interview out to our, our people, uh, the folks in the system, so they can get a chance to uh, get inspired as well. And uh, hopefully they won't bombard you with a bunch of messages. <laughs> hey, no worries. <laughs> Happy to do it. All right. Thanks, Phil. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right. Bye. All right. So you got to hear Michelle and I speaking on that subject. And wow, right? Man, she's just really doing well. And uh, that's nothing that anyone else can achieve as well. You know, there's nothing in her story, her situation, there's nothing that makes it her situation any better than yours. You know, there's just so much opportunity right now, and it just boils down to those people who really are taking the initiative to really jump out there and go out and get it. Because the money, the profits, they're all out there. They're all out there for, for you, and they're all out there for the taking, but you just got to jump on it. All right, well, thanks so much for joining me here on this this week's Investing Report. Went a little bit long, but I thought you'd enjoy it. And... Uh, I'm signing off, Phil Pustiowski from FreedomMentor.com.